Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. Well, welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Your Creative Adventure podcast. I'm CJ Hitz. Hey, everyone. This is Shelly Hitz. And we have a super exciting episode for you today. I know you all have been (laughs) waiting for Accounting 101, why I now embrace numbers instead of hate them. (laughs) Well, that's a little bit of sarcasm there. I know some of us don't like numbers or accounting, those types of things. But as we're going to look into, you know, this stuff can actually be very freeing when you put a little time and energy into it. And before we get to that, though, we just want to read another uh, review from one of our listeners. And this comes from NaneTX713. And they say, Shelly and CJ's podcast has been a blessing to me so far. As an artist, hand-lettering artist, I never did imagine my gift as one of God's masterpieces. That he has preloaded into me along with other gifts to share. Spiritual creative episode is a message all creative artists from different backgrounds should hear. Excited to hear more episodes from Shelly and CJ's podcast. And thank you so much, uh, Nene. Uh, We appreciate your words. Yeah, and we really do just um, see each one of you with specific gifts that can be used in the kingdom of God and, you know, to glorify him and to also to be able to grow a business. And so in order to grow a business... We have to sometimes face things and do things that we may not always love. Yeah. You know, I think of, um, you know, sometimes going to the dentist. (laughs) You know, we we don't like it, but it's something that actually helps the health of our teeth. Um, You know, neither of us love to deal with the numbers in our business. Yeah, if we're completely honest, Shelley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, maybe just share a little bit of your story related to, you know, business finances. Yeah. You know, before I jump into our story, sometimes I hear about other people and, you know, they're creative types, but then they have a spouse that's really good at operations or finances and all of these other things. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, that would be so awesome. But then, you know, CJ and I have, you know, something really special because we're both creatives, you know, and we come together in a way and God can use us in a way differently than he can other people. But because of that, it's really, it's been kind of a, an obstacle, you know, that we've had to overcome. So, you know, in high school, I was able to get straight A's in math, you know, and 
mostly through college. I mean, it was like calculus two that I got a B or something, but you know, I never really enjoyed it, even though I could memorize and figure out the formulas for the test. And it wasn't something that always stuck with me. Like I could do well enough to, you know, get good grades on the test, but it's not something that I just, I could do and that would stick with me. And I remember very vividly our first year both being self-employed. So for those of you that haven't listened to the first episode, um, or maybe it was zero, (laughs) episode zero, (laughs) um, we shared our story and I quit my physical therapy job in 2011. So our first full year as both being self-employed was 2012. And do you remember CJ when taxes came 2013? What happened? We, uh, we definitely owed more than, uh, than we had planned for. Yeah. So as a physical therapist, you know, they would take money out of my paycheck. And at that time, CJ was self-employed. He was doing speaking full time. And, but because I had my physical therapy job, we still always got money back, even though you might owe some, you know, it all balanced out. And Neither of us, <laughs> I don't know how we just never even thought of it, but <laughs> we never even thought about putting money in savings for taxes. We never even, it never even crossed our minds. Do you remember that, CJ? We were just both floored. I think we owed like seven or $8,000 in taxes that year. Yeah, it was, uh, and I and I know the Lord provided it uh, right at the moment. I can't uh, think of... Well, we had to pay, we had to go on a payment plan with the IRS. That's right, yeah. So it was one of those things where um, we were definitely taken by surprise. Yeah, and if you're a um, business owner, you are building a business, I don't want it to take you by surprise. You know, from the very beginning, you should be setting aside a percentage of the sales that you make for taxes. I mean, that's just a non-negotiable. <laughs> and we learned the hard way. You know, we eventually did pay off, you know, our debt to the IRS. And the last couple of years, we've been able to start making quarterly payments. And, you know, it's been a lot less stressful. But, you know, in the in the process, we realized, you know, we really need to hire someone to help us. And to be honest, it wasn't as expensive as I thought to hire an accountant. You know, I mean, we spent a few hundred dollars, you know, those first few years, and it's gotten to be more expensive because we've we've hired people that are more specialized in online marketing and, you know, online business. But, you know, it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. You know, and, and a good tax uh, accountant is going to help you find things that maybe you didn't see in terms of a deduction yeah. or tax break somehow as a small business owner. I had used TurboTax for years, the first, I don't know how many years of our marriage. And when we started to actually become self-employed and more and more streams uh, of our business began happening, it just was, it it became very obvious that uh, we were going to need somebody with more expertise. Yeah, and just a better bookkeeping system. (laughs) That's the other thing. We did not have any, like, it was just, there was no bookkeeping system. And so even if you're just using something simple, like an Excel spreadsheet or something like that to track your revenue, and, you know, we're going to get into some of those things in a minute, but 
um, we ended up starting out with QuickBooks and we had a local bookkeeper help us get set up and teach us how to do it. And it wasn't as hard as I thought. It still wasn't enjoyable, I have to admit. But um, <laughs> um, now we're using an online system called Xero. Um, and xero.com and it is um, probably a little bit more expensive but it really um, it's really helpful because you know once we have everything inputted into there then we can just see all our numbers you know and it, it's something that has really helped us but it's something that's, that's evolved. And just to be very honest, you know, in, in the world of business, as you grow a business, you are going to learn some things the hard way. You know, there's just no substitute for that. And so there are going to be moments where you maybe um, have something happen and you have to persevere through that. And um, for us, a couple of the big, you know, kind of you know, when I look back on it, it was kind of traumatic for me. And I think it's because, you know, we talked about it um, in another episode, you know, CJ and I are both highly sensitive people. And I think it was just a little more traumatic for us because of that. But we had to actually fire two different accountants, two different occasions, because both of them had made major mistakes. And, and we caught those mistakes and they were able to be corrected. And there was nothing, I mean, we had to pay some fines on one thing and, you know, but it all got corrected. It all worked out. And we finally have amazing accountants. They are more expensive, but we really like them so much. Um, you can learn about them at thebottomlinecpa.com. But that was quite an experience, wasn't it, CJ? Yeah, it really is. You know, when you when you do hire someone, you just naturally expect that uh, they're gonna they're gonna do everything that you need and that you can kind of be hands off. But we did have a couple issues, um, and again, we we wish those accountants well. Um, we don't have any grudge or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we've forgiven them. We've let it go, and like I said, everything was able to be fixed. And that's what God has shown me too. Is like Shelly, everything always works out. You know, it always gets worked out. Um, you know, God is not going to leave us hanging, but I just want to be very honest that we've had some ups and downs for sure related to money. And I think part of that caused even more of that dread or, you know, like I said, you know, um, I used to hate <laughs> the numbers and the accounting. And I think part of it is because it just seems so stressful to me. But, um, you know, the silver lining is that through all these experiences, I was forced to learn more about accounting and bookkeeping. And now I really have like a much better handle and idea of like what, um, you know, what needs to be done. And I'm able to pick up on, you know, if there is a mistake or if something is happening. And so I've learned a lot through it, but it was very hard. I, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, <laughs> but for, for years, like we've been in full-time business now, seven and a half years. And for years, CJ, we've probably just done the bare minimum of what's, what was needed for taxes, right? Yeah. For years. Um, and, you know, just on that line, I mean, when you're more organized, when you are really paying attention to the numbers in the accounting, when you hire people that know what they're doing, it actually brings a lot more peace. Yeah. It allows you to sleep better. 
um, you know, the only the only reason we should truly stress is when a lot of things are way out of our control or get out of control. And we've talked about that in other episodes about worry, you know, is simply stressing over things we can't control. But these numbers here can be controlled. And the more you have a grasp on these numbers and you put people around you, you surround yourself with some, some professionals that can really be of help, uh, you're going to eliminate so much unneeded heartache. Yeah. And really, the Lord has shown me, like, I don't need to stress about this. I just need to ask him for wisdom, ask him for who it is, you know, where to hire. And, you know, every hard situation you go through, you grow through it, you learn from it, and it makes you stronger. And I I think that many times the enemy may put things in our path to try to get us to quit, to try to get us to give up. And to be honest, in 2013, when we got that huge tax bill of like seven to $8,000, I think it was somewhere in between, if I would have still had my physical therapy license, I probably would have quit this business and went back to physical therapy. But something I didn't tell very many people at the time was when we moved to Colorado, I prayed and I sought counsel at our church with our pastor and CJ and I talked about it and I talked with close friends and family and I, I God gave me some specific confirmation that I wasn't to renew my physical therapy license here. I had everything. I had gotten all the the documentation I needed from my previous boss. Oh, bless his heart. He did all that work for me for nothing. <laughs> but, you know, I ended up not renewing my physical therapy license. And the Lord was like, this is what I want you to do. And it was almost like, you know, when you burn the bridges or, you know, you burn the boat and it's like, okay, there's no going back. If I would have had that physical therapy license when we had gotten that big tax payment, 99% sure I would have went back to working in physical therapy. But there was no option. And I think the Lord knew. But, you know, many times the enemy may bring things up to try to get you to quit. But I just want to encourage you to persevere. And, you know, we also previously have had a lot of um, struggles with just managing money, you know, um, personally. And we had gotten into a ton of debt after we returned. We were missionaries for two years in the country of Belize and we returned in 2004. And how much debt did we have at one point after we returned, CJ? I want to say it was about 72 grand. Yeah, it was a lot. And we had already paid off all our school loans and we paid off all our debts before we went to Belize. That was one of the things. So we had been debt free. We came back completely with no money. And it's a whole other story that we could go into at another time. But we ended up acquiring $72,000 of debt. We ended up paying it off. Praise God. We, We used the Dave Ramsey snowball, you know, method. But because of that experience, when we then went full time into business, you know, we had just paid off all our debt. We knew that I couldn't quit my job until we paid off that debt. And so when we went into business full time, we were determined, weren't we, CJ, to, to stay debt free? Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we, we ended up cutting up, you know, credit cards yeah. and just decided we didn't even want to have a business credit card Yeah, at and- the time. And I mean, it's people would just look at me crazy like you don't have 
you know, any loans or you don't have any backup, like any credit cards, like literally when we started our business, if we did not have the money, we didn't buy it, which included groceries and gas and trips and (laughs) anything else. And so, you know, we went into our business with this mindset of, We're going to live below our means. And I want to say that that was probably one of the biggest blessings that could have happened to us in our business. Wouldn't you you agree, CJ? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it it is freeing as well, you know, to get to that point where you you are debt-free. And it's like a weight lifted. Yeah. And, you know, I think because we were not relying on any credit cards or any debt, we we had to be profitable from day one. Like we we had to put money, you know, in the beginning, if you listen to our story, we were living in an RV. We had to have money to put in gas in the RV. We, you know, you have to pay for um, groceries. But then, you know, later, like we didn't have any backup. I mean, for a while, CJ did some subbing and he had like a, a, a side job at a local Um, resort as a valet but we I mean we had to be profitable right yeah and so even though we weren't paying attention to the numbers as much as we could have I think because we were so diligent about not being in debt we were forced to actually be profitable and even though it was really tight it was really hard those first few years and sometimes it still is you know for the first time though we have an emergency account that has money in it right yeah imagine that (laughs) i know it's crazy you know but anyways um you know the for years you know i didn't run weekly or monthly reports you know, I didn't know our numbers. I just did the bare minimum of reconciling our accounts so that we would have those numbers for taxes. But this year, there was a turning point for me. And a couple of my business friends, you know, just really helped me to see that numbers don't have to be so scary and that they can actually be one of our biggest assets to growing our business. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, they really showed me kind of like the basics of accounting. And I, it was funny because one of my friends recommended a book that was like um, something about accounting for the number phobic or something like that. I should look up the actual title, but I was started reading that book And I realized I actually knew more than I thought I knew. (laughs) And I was like, you know, all of these years, I have actually learned a lot more. And I actually know, I I mean, there was really not much new that I was learning in that book. And it it was such a confirmation that like, okay, like I actually know these things and now I just need to apply it to our business. Yeah. So... Can you talk about just some of the basic accounting terms that everyone should know that, uh, you know, we maybe picked up, you know, over these last couple of years? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be complicated and hard. There's just a few things that you really need to know. The first is your revenue and your revenue is 
all of the money that comes in. So like if you have an Etsy shop, it is all of the money that's coming in, whether it's, you know, the sale that you made, the shipping that they paid, all of that would be considered revenue. And then, you know, you need to look at, second of all, your expenses. So your operating expenses would be all of the money that's going out. And this is where I think sometimes artists don't really keep track of everything, you know, because you have a lot of supplies that you've been using and, you know, your paper and your paints and your brushes. And, you know, some of those things you have to buy on a continuous basis, but also like, your shipping supplies. You know, when I really got down to the nuts and bolts of what I was spending for my products on Etsy so I could figure out my profitability, I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh yeah, like there's more money going into this product than I was really thinking about. So you really need to think about all of your expenses. And then the third thing is your profit. And your profit is just simply your revenue all the money coming in minus your expenses, all the money going out. And so it's really, it really can be as simple as that. <laughs> and um, your P&L is what a lot of people will, will talk about in the accounting world. P&L is your profit and loss statement, or some people call it an income report. And so like in our um, bookkeeping software, Zero. Um, our accountants have set it up so that we see the income first and then we um, we we take away, subtract the cost of goods sold. So cost of goods would be like when we sell workbooks, the brush lettering um, or brush strokes workbooks, it would be the cost of those workbooks would be included in there. It would be the shipping supplies, you know, the shipping, you know, all of those things that is the cost of goods. And then you subtract your operating expenses. And then you finally have your net income. And so, you know, if you, if this is feeling overwhelming to you, you know, you definitely, there's tons of resources out there. Um, you know, that you can get that just, you know, break it down. But that's really what you need to, to know um, on the basics. And you can, you know, put together a simple, you know, spreadsheet, or you can use online tools, um, bookkeeping tools too. But, you know, if you're trying to keep your expenses down, use a simple spreadsheet and just, you know, track your revenue, your expenses, and your profit. And um, that way, you'll really know the basic numbers that you need to know in your business. Hmm. That's helpful. So, uh, Shelly, you recently had a bit of a wake-up call related to our business finances. Talk about that just a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, as my my friends that were, you know, just talking to me about business finances and all of that, um, I actually ran our P&L or our profit and loss statement for the last three years. So, um, 2016, 17, 18. And that was really when we were starting to get everything in, actually 15 too, I think. Um, um, we were starting to get everything into the accounting software and so we have all those records, but it was interesting. Although our overall revenue increased by about 50,000 in 2018, as compared to 2016, our net income stayed about the same. So I had, 
originally just been looking at our revenue and I thought, wow, look how, how great our, look how great this is. Our business is really growing, but was it truly growing? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it still took more to make that amount. Yeah. The expenses were more, and part of it was we were we started hiring people to help us so that it would take more off of me. And there there is a balancing point, like when you're growing and you know you do need to invest back into the business. But this was a wake up call for me because it made me realize I need to to pay more attention to how much money I'm spending, and you know be able to in the in the you know and at the end of the day be able to increase our profit because that's really the bottom line of um, the success and the health of a business is how much profit you're bringing in so it's really essential that you know your basic numbers what is your revenue what are your expenses and what is your profit and i just want to encourage you today if you're not making a profit you can change that so let's just talk a little bit about that because let's say you have a product that you are selling on Etsy and when you really are honest and you take into account all of the different things that you've used to create that product, your profit margins are very small. Well, you can look at, you know, can you purchase, you know, supplies in bulk and get it for a cheaper price? You know, are you able to um, get certain things you know, that it's the same product and it's, you know, it would be a similar quality, but might decrease the cost. Or like we were looking at this with our greeting cards. And by the time we had everything put into it and the shipping and the business card, you know, everything, we were making a very small profit. And so for that, you know, just even I I printed off a, a little, you know, little thing that said, thank you for your order. And I put it on, you know, nice paper but printing it off on that and you know cutting it up into fours and then just putting that into their order instead of a business card and something else it really you know saved money over the long term and so even just little changes like that um, the other thing is what pro- products can you create that would then be more profitable you know, so get your wheels turning and ask the Lord, what kind of products can I create that will be profitable and that could be, you know, able to really grow our business. And if you're not making a profit and you're you're losing money, I highly suggest you pull that product and you you change something because there, that's really not the way you know you're going to grow your business is giving you're basically going into debt every time you know you're selling something so that's why it's important to know these things and um, I have an Etsy profit calculator for you in my Etsy shop makeover course and in that calculator you can put all of your products side by side. You just enter a few numbers and then it will tell you your percent of profit for every product. This was very eye-opening for me and it showed me right away what my highest profit margin products were and which ones I was really not making much profit on. And so it can really help you even make decisions on what products to sell in your shop and otherwise. And so now I, I do... I am tracking things on a regular basis and praise God, we were able to hire a bookkeeper. (laughs) So I'm not having to do that anymore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) 
But um, one of the things I'm tracking is what is our weekly revenue? So how much overall is coming in every week? And then I am tracking um, the, our cash flow. And one of my friends helped me to initially set this up. But basically, um, you just take all of your bank accounts, you know, anything that's coming in for us, it's through PayPal or any upcoming Stripe deposits and anything in our checking accounts. Um, And then we, you know, add all of that up and, you know, we have then underneath that all of the upcoming expenses and the dates that they're going to be coming out. And so we look at what expenses are coming up within the next seven to 10 days. We add those up and then make sure that we're going to have enough cash flow to cover those. And it's a, it's actually a very simple spreadsheet. Like I said, at the very top, it just has all of the total cash on hand right now. And then um, at the bottom, it just lists out all of our expenses and the dates they come out. And then at the bottom, it's just a sum of whatever expenses are coming out that week, and then you have your leftover available cash on hand. This was really helpful for me recently when I was trying to decide if I needed to do a promotion or if I could wait, Um, because I realized like we really didn't have the cash on hand and probably weren't gonna have the cash we needed to pay everything, because we've recently hired a full-time project manager and everything, and I was like, you know, I think I really need to be able to do this promotion. So that's been really helpful. And then one other thing that I just wanted to mention is one of my friends helped me um, to set up what what she calls a dream um, P&L, dream profit and loss. And this is also a very simple spreadsheet. Um, basically at the top, you're just gonna have your income and you know your Etsy shop, if you teach Skillshare classes, if you do other things, you're just gonna write those down and you're gonna put out in about you know, the average that you make a month and you're going to add all of that up. Just add up all of your current income. And then you're going to put down um, all of your expenses and, you know, just average those out for the month as well. And then at the bottom, you'll be able to say see what the profit and loss is, which basically is all of your profit minus all of your revenue minus your expenses. And so, you know, you get to see what your current um current condition is and then what you do is you um, have another column with your ideal month and you just pray and ask God what would be the ideal month for our business and start to dream with God on this you put down your dream month and you write that in there and then you ask God for a plan to start to make that a reality but this has really been helpful for me just to see in black and white like what is the reality of our current situation like do I have the the income to hire someone new do I have the ability to do this or that um, do I is it is it a smart investment to sign up for this class or this course and so Anyways, those are just a few things that I've started to do. And it's, you know, it has really been freeing. You know, first of all, to be able to hire people that know what they're doing. So hire an accountant, you know, that's something that I wish that we would have done right away. And, you know, if you even need to hire a bookkeeper, it's 
probably not going to be as expensive as you think. Um, but there's a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of things that you can do to learn. And it really doesn't have to be so scary. Now that I've embraced the numbers, I feel so much more confident about where our business is going, about making certain decisions. And so it's just something that I really highly recommend that you look into. Yeah, and I think... Uh... You know, it's very easy for some of us to, you know, want to just put our heads underneath the pillow. (laughs) And then when we pop out, maybe things will be different. You know, maybe the numbers will be different. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. But having that understanding of your business, having an understanding of the numbers, having people around you that are helping in key ways, oh my goodness, it, it brings you freedom. It does. And that way you know which direction to go. You know if you need to backpedal a bit and, again, remove a product from Etsy, maybe add something specific, pour more energy into something that is obviously uh, profitable. Uh, there could be a number of things that uh, that you change because you know the numbers. And, uh, again, it's just freeing. It, it brings freedom. That's the best word I can come up with is uh, it's just freeing having that knowledge rather than, again, having the response of if I just plug my ears, close my eyes, go <laughs> la, 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 you know, it'll, it'll eventually go away. But it, it's just not going to happen. We need to have that knowledge and, um, and then take appropriate action from there. And when you have good people around you, it takes the stress off of you as well because these are people, and God bless them. God has given certain people the amazing gift of being accountants. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you, Lord. Yeah. You know, that uh, that some people have that desire. They love numbers. They love plugging things in and and subtracting and. And all of those formulas, and uh, so so we're privileged to hire people like that. Yes, we spend a little money to do it, but it's but worth it. We also it. take the stress off of yeah. us because we don't enjoy that stuff. Yeah, I mean, we could have saved so much heartache and stress if we would have just hired someone in the beginning, and it really wasn't as expensive as we thought. We found someone on the Dave Ramsey site that was recommended on there, but there's a lot of places to find good good people at, you know, inexpensive prices. And then in two weeks, we're going to talk about something that has really transformed our business called Profit First. And there's a book all about that. And we're going to share just about how, you know, the the accounting system they recommend in Profit First, I resisted it for years. But since I finally embraced it, it is like, it is really exciting and it's bringing so much freedom. So we're going to talk about that in two weeks. But I just looked up the book that I mentioned and it's Accounting for the Number Phobic, A Survival Guide for Small Business Owners. It's definitely more, it has more information in there than you really probably need. But if you just want a basic accounting book, check that, check out that book. Um, you know, just, you know, do what you need to learn this. You can learn this. If you've taken the time to learn your craft, to learn how to paint, to learn all the things you've learned to create your art, you can learn some basic accounting. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be crazy, but there are just a few things that, that, um, 
that, you know, if you just take some time to learn, it will really make a huge difference in the long haul, especially if you want this to be a business and a brand that you can be proud of and continue to grow for years to come. Yeah, and so we're going to move into our listening prayer. And want you just to, you know, take this minute just to focus on um, whichever specific area perhaps the Lord uh, spoke to you on in this episode, this Accounting 101. You know, what is it specifically that um, you can think upon and then maybe ask the Lord for more direction on? So just take this minute for that purpose. Well, you know, the picture I got was some of you may be feeling like you're like out on the sea and there is just like rough waters and it's a storm and all this financial stuff, it just brings up all of this fear, this confusion, this overwhelm. And it's just like when the disciples were like, Jesus, we're going to die. And, you know, CJ, you share, uh, um, you know, a message on this topic and what is it? What is your main point of that topic? Yeah, well, part of the the main topic is that if Jesus is in your boat, you've got nothing to worry about. You know, he was actually sleeping at the back of the boat on (laughs) on a cushion, it it even added. Yeah. You know, and so that shows you how stressed out he was over that storm. Yeah. And so I want to tell you right now, Jesus is in your boat and he can, at the moment's notice, get up and say, peace, be still and bring peace to this part of your life that maybe it's caused stress for years like it did for us or um, drama or whatever. And it's like sometimes I think even when we just start thinking about something differently, you know, it, it changes, you know, it changes, you know, how we respond to it and how things happen. And so I just, um, in Jesus name, we just, we just speak peace, be still over those waters, those choppy, storm-filled waters, Lord, that you would just, um, you would do an amazing work in each of these artists' life, in their finances. You would bring breakthrough. You would bring freedom. Lord, we pray that you would help them to, whether it's getting the help they need, the right person, the right fit, or if it's learning the basic things, just starting to track something, um, even if it's it's just maybe a half hour a week or whatever it is. But Lord, I just pray that you would equip each artist and each writer listening right now 
to take the steps that are is going to really help them to grow their business, to be at peace with their finances, and to really move forward in the assignment that you've called them to do. I thank you for them. I thank you for, for the blessings you're going to give. We pray blessings over every business, including ours, Lord, that you would bless our businesses. You would increase our profit, Lord, that you would just give us wisdom in moving forward. And we thank you for this, Lord, in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. And Lord, we just, and, um, oh, I was starting to pray again. <laughs> and we just thank all of you for being here, for um, listening in and hanging with us. Um, I know this is not the, um, the sexy topics that a lot of you um, really enjoy, but this is necessary. And I know that when you get to a place where you have peaceful, calm waters regarding your finances, it's going to take so much stress off. I have felt the relief and I want you to feel that as well. And so thank you for hanging with us and we will talk to you next time. Bye guys. Bye-bye. Before you leave, I wanted to share with you a free gift. I have a free training called How You Can Earn a Full-Time Income as an Artist, a $97 value for free, and you can sign up for that free gift at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income. And if you've wanted to turn your passion for art into income, then this training is for you. So you're going to learn 10 real life examples of what's working today to earn earn money, money as an artist. They're real life case studies. I'm going to share with you how diversifying your income can help you grow your art business much faster. You may struggle if you're relying on one income stream only. You'll learn how to sell your artwork online, the specific partnerships you should consider as an artist, and two passive income streams that can be very profitable. And the cool thing is that artists that have taken this free training are getting results. For example, Valerie Lynn said 10 days after watching the webinar, she had already sold $400 worth of art. And Shannon Santa Maria said, that after watching the webinar, she took the risk and took her work to a boutique and sold over half of her items. What do you have to lose? There are so many opportunities for us as artists today. Sign up for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash artist income, and then let me know your takeaways and your results. Tag me at yourcreativeadventure. I can't wait to help you make money as an artist doing what you love. This is Shelly Hitz. Thank you so much for joining me in this free training. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelley Hitz, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day Goal Setting Worksheets, a $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the Kingdom of Heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.
Thank you.